0: Hi, my name's Rob Scott from UC Today News. And in this session, I'm joined by Ryan Kahan, who's the CEO at Call Cabinet. And he's gonna be walking us through the latest Microsoft Teams compliance recording challenges and what options enterprises have to choose from. Now, if you're looking beyond the standard built-in recording feature in Teams and need a comprehensive and compliant solution, this interview is well worth the watch. So stay tuned. Welcome, Ryan, how's it going? Hey, Rob, how you doing? Great. I'm oh, very here. good. Thank you. Yeah. Good to see you. Thanks for joining me. And before we dive into this one, how about we just do a quick intro, uh, Ryan, do you want to just tell us a little bit about call cabinet, please?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, absolutely. Call cabinet is a recording compliance and and, 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 and analytics company. Um, we focus on call recording, compliance recording, contact center recording and everything that goes along with it. So everything from screen recording to PCI compliance and um, you know, analytics, AI, you name it, we pretty much cover the full spectrum um, of recording.
0: That's fantastic. So let's dive into today's conversation. Uh, we said we talk about uh, compliance, call recording or recording within Teams. Uh, let's just set the scene for the audience here. You know, what are the most popular reasons companies want to, you know, the, record their conversations today, uh, you know, in Teams?
1: Well, it's interesting because it really depends on the country and the location. So certain locations globally um, lean more towards one reason than others. But the main reasons are really compliance, um, customer service, you know, making sure that your agents or your employees are saying what they need to say. Security. Um, So in the event, let's say you're a stockbroking firm and you want to make sure that when someone said, hey, I want to order, you know, purchase 100 Apple shares, that that was portrayed correctly. Um, And then obviously quality assurance and training. Those are the main reasons we find that um, certainly compliance is a really big driver in um, typically countries like Australia, the UK, South Africa um, and Europe. Um, in the U.S., it's more customer, you know, customer training, and customer service focused. But that's changing really quickly to be more compliance driven as well.
0: Yeah, and I think um, you know, I've spent a lot of time with core recording products over the years. And wow, the world of core recording and compliance is getting, you know, much more complex nowadays. So I suppose, you know, leading to my next question is, you know, given all this complexity and given this hybrid landscape that we're in, you know, what's the current status of Microsoft Teams in this kind of compliance recording recording world, and what challenges are enterprises facing right now?
1: So I think that the, you know, obviously Microsoft has released a compliance recording product or compliance recording program, and they have um, selected a handful of You know vendors that um have been certified and security vetted um in order to be part of that program you know obviously uh, call cabinet is one of them and the recording part is actually just the tip of the iceberg you know recording audio recording video is is the easy part and the bigger the customer the bigger the challenges are and so simple things like who do you record and how do you record them and when do you record them and different teams or different um groups of people or users within an organization cannot be painted with the same brush. You know, you may have to treat how the CEO uses teams very differently to how the HR department or sales department uses teams. Um, And, go ahead.
0: Go on, I was just going to say, so um, as far as I'm understanding, Microsoft have got kind of this... um, convenience recording solution kind of out of the box within teams um but it's you know, very fairly basic but now they've got this kind of policy based solution so how does that kind of work in with with your your solution right so, the, so, so the, solution?
1: the basic recording um, that comes built in with teams is really i'm a single user i want to record my meeting i want to record my you know audio and save it to my local computer um, that's obviously not what the business wants. The business wants everything in one location. They want to control access to it. They want to make sure that the security controls are in place. That audit logs are there. They want to make sure that certain people only can have access to those calls. You know, the last thing uh, a global enterprise needs is for their calls to land up on Facebook um, and uh, and you know be out there for the world to see. So um, all of these things play a really big. And part in what makes a really solid compliance recording pro you know, product. So, just starting from the beginning, you you've recorded the you, you need to record a call. You need to decide who needs to record a call, what ability they have when they're recording a call. Then, where is that call stored? Um, where where globally is it stored? Because many companies, especially larger ones, have really comprehensive global um legal requirements to you know to maintain and fulfill. And what happens if you have a company that maybe is in two jurisdictions? You have company A that is in the UK and in the US. Their UK calls need to be stored in the UK. Their US calls need to be stored in the US. How does that all merge together? And then layering on top of that, who has access? How can we see what's been accessed, when it's been accessed? What do we need to do if a call needs to be shared um, with a third party or someone externally? And how long do we need to keep these calls for and where do we keep them? So there's a huge number of really important questions that enterprises need to dive into in order to come to the solution or, you know, that really is going to work best for them.
0: And, and just uh, in terms of the hybrid workplace, I mean, that's, that's created a, a real added complexity to, uh, to, to, I suppose, recording these meetings and conversations. Um, how does that work with Teams? Because I suppose with Teams you can be virtually anywhere on a mobile handset, uh, sat at your desk, um, virtually anywhere in the world on the same Teams platform. Does a, a solution like yours, you know, connect into to every, wherever you are, wh- whatever you're doing, on whatever device, kind of thing?
1: Absolutely. So the beauty of Teams is that it allows recording, at least compliance recording, across. Um, any Teams device. It doesn't really matter what the agent is using. So they may be using a Teams on their iPhone. They may be using a desktop phone that's connecting to Teams or a conferencing solution in a boardroom. All of that can be um, effectively recorded, um, uh, you know, by our, by the platform.
0: And and ultimately made compliant. I'm assuming. Absolutely, uh, that
1: goes without, uh, without saying. I mean, from from our perspective, you know, we very much you know put ourselves out as a compliance company because without the compliance aspect, you know, none of this uh, none of this works. And it's becoming a bigger and bigger driver, um, you know, globally um, for customers.
0: Well I know you've been in the business for quite a long time now. let's talk about your solution because you know you've got a cloud based solution I know you you know support other types of uh, deployment methods as well but you know tell us about the the solution you've got for teams and how it how does it work and uh, you know what features are your customers liking in the most
1: yeah sure so um, we've pretty much, or at least I've pretty much seen everything. I've been doing this for around 20 years now. I've been in the call recording um, you know, industry. Um, and you know, what we found is the biggest thing that customers want is flexibility. Um, so I'm going to give you an example. I mean, we touched on it a little bit earlier where we spoke about um, recording different groups of people. So when somebody records in Teams, um, there's different ways that they can be recorded. So to give you an example, um, do I record only inbound calls? Do I record only outbound calls? Do I record both? Do I record internal meetings? Do I record external meetings? Do I record video on um, you know, internal Teams to Teams calls? All of those things um, are critically important and can be turned off, in our system anyway, can be turned on and off by user or by group. So we can do um, really in-depth um, in, in depth, uh, rules for, for customers. So let's say, for example, we're recording the HR department. We can say in the HR department, all calls are recorded or start recording automatically. But we give the agent the ability to stop recording or to pause recording. Um, we then realize that maybe in the HR department, they have an anonymous tips line where people can phone in with you know certain um tips or complaints and the company says but those calls should not be recorded um at all so you know the the rules are really complex we can go into every single granular piece of a call and say for these users or these groups this is how we actually you know differentiate both the audio the video um you know uh, recording and screen share recording um and then you know once those calls have been recorded we're then looking at how do we share them? How do we give access to people, you know, to them? What is the company's policies? Um, If I'm an agent and my calls are recorded, should I have automatic ability to go and listen to my own calls? Or is that not allowed? Um, And, you know, so there's the access permission, the security logs, and then taking it one step further is how do we really automate quality, assure, you know, quality assurance? How do we take that audio file or that video file and really extract the data out of it? So no more do companies have to listen to thousands of calls to really find the calls that are important. We can automatically grade and score and give um, our customers the ability to look into the calls that are really important to them. And those may be calls where compliance isn't met. Um, I'll give you an example. If by law in a certain jurisdiction, you have to tell the customer that a call is being recorded. Well, that's easy on an inbound call because you just change your system say, hey, welcome to you know, call cabinet, your call is recorded. What about an outbound call? So in that situation, you're relying on the agent. And how do you make sure that they're doing it? Because it's a serious risk to the organization. Fines can be in the millions of dollars if that's not, you know, if that's not done. So going back to using the analytics and the AI to say, hey, Did this agent tell the customer this call was recorded? If not, flag the call for supervisor review? Or was your competitor mentioned in the call? Or was the customer's emotion negative? You know, these are all key drivers to helping not only understand the data at the end, three months later when you're looking at a report, but really at the same time on the same day so you can really act on it and turn that customer experience positive and thereby turning call recording from you know, when you have to do it from a compliance, it's always like a grudge purchase because I have to have it to something that you really want, because now you're really seeing business value that affects your bottom line by using the data that you have.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. That's where AI and the cloud is really adding that additional value, isn't it? And that, that additional return on investment, because it, it, it's able to kind of attach those superpowers to the recordings and the conversations and you know and the data that's in there. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, the bigger the company, you you have customers with 10,000 seats. How do you manage that? How do you know that the agent is giving the right information to your customer? Um, you know, how do you know that um, your company image is portrayed correctly? And, you know, there, there's such simple things that customers don't think of. You know, let's say you're a TV company and you make a decision to cancel a certain channel. How do you know what the feeling or the emotion of your customer base is? Well, we can measure it for you. We can say that on average, up until you made that change, you know, know, X number of calls were positive. Um, Now, how has that affected things that happen, you know, further down the line Um, and really start to dig into that data and understand the metrics?
0: And just on sentiment analysis, I mean, how is that? How has that progressed over the last, you know, number of you know five years, ten years, let's say? Because I, m- I remember it once upon a time it was fairly inaccurate; it wasn't always really able to, to pick up everything. What What's that technology like nowadays? So it's really
1: interesting. In the early days, um, you know, going back five, ten, whatever years ago, when, when we started, you know, t- extracting words from you know from audio, um, the calls were sort of analyzed and given. Um, sentiment based on words that were said. So there was someone that was really negative on the call. He said he said these words, so it must have been a bad call. Um, that's now changed. So we started instead of just analysing the words, we analyse the tone, the how much space is between people's um, you know words because the more aggravated or irate they become, the shorter that you know the shorter that becomes. Um, so there's a lot of uh, tone that can be picked up from the calls. We also go one step further, which says, how does this work? If I phone in, let's say you're a uh, contact center agent, and I phone in and I'm like, I'm done with you. Your company sucks. I don't want to speak to you guys anymore. Um, that, before, would have been a negative call. But what happens if at the end of the call I'm saying to you, Rob, you saved my life. You were fantastic. This is awesome. Yeah. Everything's resolved. That's a really, really positive call. So, you know, you need the intelligence to actually understand that negative can become positive. And this, by the same way, positive call can become really negative, um, and and how to differentiate that. So yes, it's changed significantly, you know, over um, over time. And what we see as a really important for customers is taking those calls and feeding them back into our quality assurance, you know, tools. Because, you know, likewise, in, in years gone by, quality assurance, you would have ten contact center agents, maybe one per one supervisor, and that supervisor would analyze. Let's say 3% of the calls from each person. And you, you'd be able to say, okay, I want to analyze all calls greater than three minutes in length. I want to analyze um incoming calls only, you know, only for these agents to a specific supervisor. Where now you're taking that real in-depth data and saying, Ha, huh, let me, yes, I want to analyze calls, but I'm not interested in what kind of calls they are. I want to analyze calls with a weighting of 40% where a competitor's name was, was mentioned, 40% where um, the compliance wasn't met, and 20% where we think it's a negative call, um, and, and, you know, bringing all of that uh, that in. And Teams also gives a lot of tools um, to be able to do that. So it's following this whole thing through. Just recording is not enough anymore. There has to be the thought process in, you know, going back to what do I record how do I record it? When do I record it? And what abilities do I give to my actual users or customers?
0: Yeah, it sounds super flexible. So, in terms of taking this to market, I mean, how do you uh, how, how do you know how do customers get hold of this? And you know, what's the best way to find out more?
1: The best way is certainly through our website, callcabinet.com. dot um, We're about to, I'm sure, by the time this video comes out, we'll have a, our a free trial up and running, which is a, a true free trial. Um, Our customers or any prospective customers will be able to um, install and get up and running without even having to speak to us or speak to a salesperson or enter enter any credit card information. So, you know, we really believe that the product will stand by itself and, you know, we'd love people to try it out.
0: That's amazing. So I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today. However, Ryan, it's been great talking today. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Uh, It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Rob.
0: And thanks to everyone for tuning in. If you've got some good takeaways from today's session, do give us a quick mention on social and subscribe subscribe to our channel for more industry news and insights. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.